Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Century in Faith, the podcast that helps the believer in Jesus Christ to seek the kind of faith that makes him marvel. Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God, because any, anyone who comes to God must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So I thank you for being a diligent seeker, a disciple, a learner. And I thank you for walking with me. I consider you my brother or sister in Christ. We're in the family. We're in the Father's family together. What a wonderful truth that is. Jesus is our big brother. And we have a friend, the Bible says, that sticks closer than a brother in Proverbs. I just love that word. Um, I love God's word in general. I wish I could eat it like Ezekiel did sometimes. It just to get it in me. It's just such a, it's amazing. And I've got a message today that I hope is going to be short and sweet. I'll try not to um, use many words, but just let the Holy Spirit speak to you and the word of God speak to you simultaneously. Uh, the word and the spirit are one. So I'm just relying on God's word and God's Holy Spirit um, to minister to you today as you hear this word, which I completely believe was given to me this morning to share. Um, when I get something like this, I just that just blesses me. I just first my first reaction is always to share, to give, and I believe that's a reflection of Jesus, who gave His life for us. For God so loved the world that He gave, and He gave us His most precious gift, His beloved Son so that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. So I thank you for joining me in everlasting life, secured by Jesus, not by our works, but, but as a free gift. We, we, can, we can rest assured that Jesus has done his work. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He shed forth the Holy Spirit in our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, or Daddy, Father, so our salvation is secure. So as we put on the helmet of salvation today, secure in our mind that we are saved by grace through faith. And it's not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. It's not by any works that we do. So we can't boast. It's, it's based solely on the works that Christ has done on our behalf. But today, for this day and hour we live in, we walk by faith in what Jesus has done and by the Holy Spirit, which reveals his Son, and ever, as, a, as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a born-again believer, we believe by faith, by the Word of God, that we have been given the Holy Spirit. And I believe in these last days we can learn to walk in a fuller measure of the Holy Spirit, a fuller measure of the revelation of Christ in us. The mystery of the faith, it says in Colossians 1, 2, 7, is this. It's Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Romans 8.18, for those that are suffering out there, and that's all of us, we suffer as Christ suffered. And Romans 8.18 says the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Wow. So I believe um, I've got a great message today. This message is called, Let Us Cross Over to the Other Side. Let us cross over to the other side. These are, these are words that Jesus gave the disciples in um, 
Mark 4.35, and you can also find this in Luke 8.22, those very words. Jesus said to his disciples, let us get in the boat and cross over to the other side. Everyone knows this story, and I've heard it told so many ways, but I never really saw... Um, I really I saw something new in it these last few days, and then God kind of uh, wrapped it up with a nice bow this morning for me. And you know, every word of God is true. Every every word that God has ever spoken comes to pass. And when Jesus said to the disciples, "Let us cross over to the other side," guess what was going to happen? And guess what did happen? <laughs> We always tell the story from the perspective of what happened halfway over, right? Because God doesn't do anything halfway. He wanted to get us over to the other side. And halfway through the storm, the winds and the waves came and the disciples were in a panic. And it's really a funny story because Jesus is, is sleeping on a pillow, it says. So I guess he he maybe had a Mike Lindell my pillow. He he definitely had his pillow, so he did have a my pillow. <laughs> and he was sleeping in a storm and it's hilarious because the disciples were in a flat out panic and there's Jesus sleeping and they wake him up and they and they basically like rebuke him I guess is the best word and they're they're kind of mad at him I guess because they're because he's sleeping he's snoozing and they're they said don't you care that we're gonna die so they start speaking words that are contrary to what Jesus had already spoken he already said let us go over the other side there's nothing that God's ever spoken that didn't come to pass. So right at that point, it was already a done deal. They were going to the other side. So Jesus wasn't worried, but obviously he was teaching him a lesson here and teaching us a lesson today. Once he said it, it was settled. So he got up and he rebuked the wind and the waves and he just said, peace be still. So he said like three words or whatever. He might. I, I think that's what it says in the scriptures, peace be still. You have to look at it. So when he spoke that again, guess what happened? peace and the wind and the wave calms because once God says something he said peace be still the waves and and the sea obeyed him and the winds obeyed him and I think what gets lost in this story is how it started when Jesus said let us cross over (laughs) um Jesus after he calmed the wind and the waves he said to the disciples he said how come you have no faith where's your faith and what he was referring to, I believe, is is what he said originally when they were on the shore, when he said, let us cross over. Let us, that, that means all of us. He included them, so they weren't going to die. If he just said, let me cross over, I would have been maybe more afraid, like, uh-oh, what's going to happen to me? But he literally said, let us cross over to the other side. And when he said those words, they were going to cross over. I also think of this as crossing over to the other side sometimes when I hear that term uh, of death, of what's going to happen to us when we die. Well, we cross over. We actually cross over into glory. We go from this broken, desperate, dirty, evil world to glory, to the promised land, to fullness in Christ, to a more a more fuller measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ when we're before him and we get a new glorified body which can handle his the brightness of his glory and won't be burned up and we get a renewed mind our soul renewed 
and we cross over, the only thing that we bring with us is our spirit, which, as you know, I've preached on this before, is sealed until the day of redemption. But once the full purchase has come, the redemption has come, and we're before him, we've crossed over, and we're in the brightness of his glory. And once we believe that, Jesus said himself, I think it's in... um, in Luke ten twenty, when when the disciples are performing all these miracles and they come back to Jesus, they go out without him. They go with the power that he commanded them to go in with the Holy Spirit's power and they're performing miracles on their own without Jesus. And he's, Jesus says, man, what, what happened? What'd you guys see? What happened? And they're just so excited like kids and they're telling them, man, we were casting out devils in your name. We were doing this and that and the other in your name. We were healing the sick, blind eyes were being opened all this power explosion that happened because they went. They, Jesus told them to go and you'll go with power and they went and they went with power. They believed that word and they were rewarded by all these signs and wonders. And when they came back to Jesus, um, he said, man, it was awesome. I, I saw what you guys were doing. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. But then he says in 1020, he says, but, but don't forget, like I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. You can look this up yourself. But in 1020, he says, don't forget, even though you're doing all of these gifts, he said, or, or you're doing all of these miracles and signs and wonders were following you. Um, he says, don't forget the greatest gift is that your names are written in heaven. And I think that's wonderful to think of. The first thing we got to do is be secure in our salvation, that we're going to the other side. Because when we get to that place where we're so secure, we have the helmet of salvation, Ephesians 6, we put on that helmet and we're secure in our mind that we're saved and we're heaven bound and we know that with without any doubt any wavering well then it actually makes us just bold and brazen because if we die if we if we if we die in any way by sword or by famine or pestilence or whatever is coming on this world if we die we go to be with him we should be excited to die not afraid to die when I got diagnosed um see it's been maybe september will be two years ago with stage four prostate cancer and god's peace came over me i just was so overwhelmed and i just asked the lord one thing just take away my fear of death and he's done that i'm not saying i'm completely there but i'm 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 eager to go be with the lord i i want to finish the work he has for me so i'm not speaking death over my life i want to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Like it says in Psalm, I think that's Psalm 118, 117, something like that. I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I wanna finish the work that he has for me to do. And I want you to finish the work that he has for you to do. And I want us to cross over to the other side together. And I think it's amazing. And I'm gonna close, I'm gonna kind of try to wrap this up a little bit, but in Matthew 14, 22, and it's the scripture that I've written with a Sharpie on the palm of my hand today, I write a verse. It's my verse for the day, Matthew 14, 22. This is where Jesus sends the disciples on a solo trip. It's kind of a setup when I was reading it this morning. I'm like, man, he was setting these guys up. He said he was gonna wrap things up. I think he just fed fed the multitudes, did his miracles, all the stuff. And he says, I'm gonna kind of see these people off. I'm paraphrasing again here, but he says, I'm gonna wrap up here, but you guys get in the boat and cross over. It's like, uh-oh. He's, he says, you guys go get in the boat and cross over to the other side of the lake. So now he's sending them on a solo mission. 
like he did when he sent them out in Luke 10. He's going to send them now out on the boat again, this time by themselves. But he he already told them, you're going to get in the boat and you're going to cross over. Once he said that, once he spoke that, guess what was going to happen? They were going to cross over. Now they were going to cross over without him. He's trying to teach them because he knew his time was winding down and that he wasn't going to be with them forever in person, just with the Holy Spirit. So he's trying to train them to do this stuff and to have faith on their own. So he sends them out. And again, it was another epic fail because they get halfway across. And what happens? The wind and the waves start again. And they're like in a panic again. And now this time Jesus is not with them. He's not there sleeping in the boat. So they can't wake him up. And there he comes, you know, they're crying out and screaming. And I can't even imagine. I'm laughing about it, but I'm I'm sure it was terrifying. But then what happens is even more terrifying. The fear of the Lord comes over him when Jesus comes walking on the water. And it's just amazing because, you know, Peter walks on the water. Jesus, you know, he says, bid me come. Jesus says, come, one word. And guess what happened? When he said, come, well, Peter was going to walk on the water. And then he started walking on the water. And then he saw the wind and the waves again and took his eyes off Jesus. And, and he sank, you know. And again, Jesus says, man, where's your faith, right? And the faith is, and I'm going to wrap up with this, the faith is in God's word. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Once we hear the word of God or we see the word of God in scripture and we hear it with our eyes and ears, our spiritual eyes and ears, once, once that word is spoken, especially something that's scripture. All scripture is God-breathed, all of it, and it's, it's useful. Once we hear the word of God, whether it's something spoken in the past or if it's a present-day word for us or a word about our future, which the Bible has all these promises. I think all the promises are 10,000-plus promises in the Bible, and they're all yes and amen to the glory of God in Jesus Christ. And once we hear that word, it's already going to happen. We're already going to cross over. When he says, whoever believes in me will have everlasting life. Guess what? We have everlasting life. When he says, you shall go and be a witness to me, you know, you'll receive power from on high when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall go and be witnesses. You Don't go and do witnessing. You'll be a witness. Why? Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit. These are all things that Jesus said. Galatians 4, uh, 3.14 says, we receive the promise of the Spirit of God by faith. So you have everything that you need already. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Word of God. You have all of His promises. Your only part is to not doubt, but believe. Everything that God has said is going to come to pass. Everything that He's spoken over you and me will come to pass. And we're going to wake up together and hear God say, and I think we're already hearing this today, July 1st, 2023, we're hearing Jesus say, let us cross over. Let us cross over. So as these wind and waves in this world that we're living in today start to rise up, the winds start howling, the storms of life pound on us, the rain comes down heavily, 
and starts tearing things up and we see all this turmoil and chaos, the wind and the rains of life, we can hear the words of Jesus. He already said we're crossing over. Let us cross over together. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the 4th of July. Enjoy this Independence Day. And more importantly, enjoy the independence that we find, freedom that we find in Christ.